This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. We are on the letter E this time around, which is everyone, uh, as we try to share some ideas, concepts, or tools that promote equity uh, and get everyone involved. Um, so I am your Director of Instructional Technology for the Hawthorne School District, John Reed, so, and then Karen. You sound very serious today. Hi, <laughs> you're very serious about your shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Karen Maturo, Assistant Superintendent of Innovative Learning. We've been learning a lot about shortcuts. You've been learning a lot more than me. I'm a lot slower on I, the shortcuts. I am, I am serious about shortcuts because this <laughs> saves time. Um, we love saving time. And and sometimes I like to, you know, the little computer nerd in me likes to mm-hmm. mess around and, and create little shortcuts to make things a little bit easier. So we are going to be talking about Apple shortcuts today. Um, working here in the Hawthorne District, you have, uh, many of you have an iPad with you. Uh, you've also got your Apple computer as well. And we have students that have Apple devices. Uh, many of you may also have an iPhone in your pocket um, or you may have mm-hmm. Apple devices at home. One of the really nice programs that is available on the Apple devices is called Apple Shortcuts. And if you've never messed around with this before, you can you can dive as deeply as you want into this. There are some that are just ready to go right out of the box, um, so you don't have to do a whole lot of right. messing around with it. And so we just wanted to share a few with you today that could help you get started. In particular, since we're talking about the idea of accessibility, um, there is one in particular that we wanted to kind of um, showcase Mm -hmm. and make sure that you were aware of because I think it really, really could be very, very helpful and save you a lot of time. So there is, in the Shortcut shortcut app, if you do this on your phone, iPad, computer, wherever it might be, in the Shortcuts app, if you go to that, uh, it looks a little bit like a... Oh, a little bit. It, it looks like two, almost two squares yeah, right on like top of each other. Yeah, like rocks on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, that kind of makes or the search shape. Yeah, shortcuts. It makes the shape of an S. Or if you, yeah, search shortcuts on your phone or your device, whatever, um, and you'll find it looks like kind of a pink and blue S with a bit of a maybe a dark purple or dark blue background. <laughs> Once you go into shortcuts, there are a lot of different options. There are. Uh, the it's it's all shortcuts my shortcuts there's a shortcut gallery uh, if you want to explore some new ones and find more shortcuts to add uh, but one of the ones in particular that I think a lot of people are really gonna find useful is one that is called the accessibility assistant uh, iPhone and iPad accessibility assistant and whether it's already in your shortcuts or you need to go find that in the gallery go take a look at it because What this shortcut is going to do when you run it is it is going to ask you a series of things. It's going to say, um, it's going to ask you what is the accessibility feature that you're looking for. So actually while we're talking right now, are you you running it right now? I'm going to run it right now while we're talking through it. it. Um, It pops up a message when you run this shortcut. It says choose a category of conditions. You can add more later if necessary. The options it gives are vision, hearing, mobility, and cognitive. If you've ever dove into the accessibility settings Mm -hmm. on an Apple device, you know that there's all these different settings that you can add already built in to iPads or iPhones. Um, And so what this basically is doing is if you're not sure, if you're like, hey, I've, I've got some students that I think could really benefit from changing some of these settings, 
but I don't know. Like, I'm not an iPad expert. I don't know how to change these things or even what they are or what they do. This is a way, this is basically like a personal assistant that will walk you through making some of these changes. So given that it's prompting me for vision, hearing, mobility, and cognitive, I'm just going to pick vision as one of them. And next, it's going to prompt me and say, choose a condition. And it has things like, wears reading glasses, sensitivity to light, cannot distinguish certain colors, depth perception issues. So I can pick any one of these, and it'll allow me to pick more than one. Um, I'm going to pick cannot distinguish certain colors for right now. Then it's going to say, would you like to specify more conditions? If there's more to add in, I'll tap add more. If not, I'll tap finished. And so I'm going to tap finished on here. Basically what it's going to do now is it has dropped into my notes app. Mm -hmm. uh, accessibility features on iPhone and iPad created September, whatever day we're recording this. Um, and then it says based on your specified selections, below is a list of accessibility features that might be helpful along with links to support documentation, video tutorials to find out how to turn them on and get started. So now I have a notes document in my, in my iPad or on my iPhone that talks about the accessibility shortcut. It talks about editing, editing the control center on my iPhone or iPad. And then it talks about ways to change some of the vision-related accessibility features on my device. Um, talks about all kinds of different options. Talks about color filters, dark mode, differentiating without color, inverting the colors mm -hmm. on the device. You have to go all so, the way to the bottom, by the way, because mm -hmm. the beginning is like... I kept getting just the top part and going like, these oh, yeah. aren't accessibility features, so you have to keep yeah. scrolling. It gives you a lot of information in here, but it's a lot of information that otherwise you would have to go looking for, right. you'd have to go searching for, and depending on how many different things you specified at the beginning to say, okay, well here's my student needs this accommodation for vision, if I specify three different things, it's dropping all three of those things into right. this document and telling me what would be the good features to turn on or turn off on your device for awesome. that student. That's going to save you a ton of time. I did some of the cognitive ones on mm -hmm. the shortcuts because it was things like forgetfulness. I was sure. thinking of myself, sure. but also students who forget. Mm -hmm. And then it goes through and it tells you some, like, set an alarm on iPad, use a timer. Mm -hmm. um, there's all kinds of different things that you can use. It's pretty cool, like, to go through and just practice, like, thinking about the students in your classroom, what might they need. Yeah. Mobility issues, cognitive issues, hearing, vision, and it goes through lists and lists, like you said, that you don't have to look for. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really great one. Um, if you have students, who, so I'll give you a couple of other examples, too, and some that I've used in the past or just very, very recently, there's one called generate a QR code. Mm -hmm. So if you've ever wanted to use QR codes in your classroom for anything, a lot of times you got to go search for some website and they want you to log in and they want you to, you know, give away a bunch of information so that you can have a free account that's maybe free for a couple of days. You don't want to mess with that. There is a shortcut on your device called generate QR code. Mm -hmm. You tap that and it prompts you and says, what address, what's the website address that you want to create a QR code for? And then you just basically type it or copy and paste in that address and it will generate a QR code for you. Um, I have mine set up so that as soon as it generates that QR code, um, you can have it just do that and it'll pop it up for you. Mm -hmm. uh, what I've done is I've gone a step further. I've gone into the shortcut, I've edited it, 
so that when it creates that QR code, not only does it drop it into my Photos app as part of my photo gallery, but it also immediately will open my Photos app and open that file for me so it's just right in front yeah, of me when so I'm ready cool. to go. That one is a nice, easy way to create any kind of QR codes yes, you want. You, I remember you used a quick to and easy way, time. A quick and easy way for students to get to websites. If you don't have sure. a link that you can send and out to them. Just, and little ones, too. You know, little just ones using Seesaw up. are yes. so used to using those QR badges. Uh, for clever and seesaw and things like that, um, this is the same type of thing. What, and it's and parents like think about how much success we have with parents yeah. when they come in for anything and mm -hmm. you have the QR code like here's how to get to our classroom rules or roles and responsibilities. Yeah. Boom, they hit the QR code. They have that same shortcut for creating a PDF of anything. Yep. Like I like that one too. Mm -hmm. That's a really good shortcut. The other one I use is the remember this. Oh yes, I have this I one have and I've. To. I've created it as a giant green button. I, I, I put it as a giant green button on the front page of my phone as soon as I open it up and it says remember this and it's got a picture of a brain. Basically what happens when I use this shortcut is I tap on the remember this button and it says what do you want to remember and I can type mm -hmm. in some quick text and cool say one. whatever and then it'll say would you like to include a photo and if I say yes it opens up the camera app and I take a picture of whatever it is I'm trying to remember. Maybe I'm, maybe there's a sign or maybe there's a page from a book one. or something like that. I'll take a photo and it's going to, once I take the photo and say, use this photo, it's immediately going to create a notes document in my notes app and it will drop in today's date. It'll say, uh, the title is what happened today. And it has the hashtag remember. So you can actually sort them and, and look for them. And it says, remember this. And it gives me the time, it gives me the text, I and it gives me the photo I took. So I can always go back to it anytime I want to make a note of something and come back to it later. It is a quick and easy way. Which is about of doing 10 that. times a day that I want to remember exactly. something. Remember an article, remember yeah. a color, remember this, remember that. Yeah. There's a lot of different ones. I love the ones, I know this one is not as mm -hmm. educational. That's right. Like, I'm going to give one of those too. I so know. <laughs> give, like, get me home. Yeah. Um, uh, the I love that one no matter where I'm at it I have a shortcut for me to get home and I hooked it up they ask you do you want to hook it up to Waze or Google mm -hmm. Maps I love Waze mm -hmm. so I no matter where I'm at all I have to do is hit that shortcut yeah and I'm sorry it keeps me safe yeah. I don't have to put anything in and put mm -hmm. my address in again that's a great one um, just love that one yeah Another one, if you are one that I always like to use, is heading to work. Oh. And so the heading to work one, I have it set up so that, I mean, I know how to get from work to, to from home to work and back mm -hmm. again. But if I, you know, maybe I don't know what the traffic conditions are. So I will do this heading to work and I'll have it set up so that it will give me directions. It'll pull open Apple Maps and it'll give me directions from where I'm at to getting to work, oh, so. to the work address. And then it will also open up, a, if I tell it what to do, it'll open up either my music app and start playing a playlist, or it'll open up podcasts wow. and resume my most recent podcast I was listening to. Oh, that's awesome. And so all I got to do in the I morning is one. either tap the button or say, I'm not going to say it because otherwise it'll start playing, hey, whatever the name of Apple's personal assistant is, um, I'm heading to work. And I it will start it. using the, it'll give me directions, and it'll open up my music or my podcast and just start playing. I so love that. If you love to tinker with these kind of things, you can customize these oh, yeah. shortcuts. They have a bunch have of built-in so, ones. I'm looking at translate text <laughs> for kids. Yeah. Anything you can say, anything in. We know we have a lot of newcomers, mm -hmm. a lot of students, and there is a shortcut that I've used before. It's called translate text. Mm -hmm. You speak 
speak into it and it can change it into multiple, multiple, multiple languages. Yeah. So that way it says it right to the student. That would be a great one too. Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot. There are a lot. There are a lot. And I a lot of times I'll use these when traveling too. So if I'm mm -hmm. traveling somewhere or for example, if you, let's say you're going to go out to lunch with a bunch of your teacher friends, uh, there is one for calculating a tip. Based oh, on oh, yes. you know, whatever your total is, so some people need that. Kinds, some to people need say it. That. Um, but there are, yeah, there need are a ton of different. Tip. There you go. Shout um, out to our servers. There you go. Uh, but yes, yeah, so there are a ton of different shortcuts you can use both for in class or just to make your life a little bit easier as well. Because that's check them out. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make life a little bit easier with some of these tools and more accessible. Yes. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we are, so this is our, our first way through the drive. We've wow. gotten to E, so we're going to be back with D Design D. next week. So we'll see you back here next time. Karen, thank you for being here as thank always. Thank you. All right, Have everybody. Have a good day, everyone. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you?